All right, New River Valley, welcome back. This is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. You are. You're listening to Keith Weltons and Mark Tapp. Yeah. And AM Hodgepodge. And we're going to bring in our guest. When I kind of ended at the end, we were talking about sports, and we are kind of going into a couple of different things. We said we were going to bring our... Or guests and and you know he was he was commenting on and I think we all were you know one of the nice things about sports is you start to get to see how people can pull around an individual and you know uh, then the kind of conversation went back to I said you know one of the things I didn't get to mention about the beer is that they're also adding adjuncts right so you're referencing in our last segment we were talking about uh, cold IPA yeah. And the different brewing process for that type of beer. And, mm-hmm. and typically, a normal IPA would just have malts. Correct. Uh, and, and so you're saying that... Which just comes from barley or yeah. sorghum, but some sort of a yeah. sugar strain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, I would say that most brewers of most IPAs would take pride in the fact that that's all that there is Yeah, there in that, is right? nothing else in there. And, and for years, the... Um, the craft brewing industry used the adjunct por- uh, sort of characteristic of your typical, you know, lighter colored beers mm-hmm. against them. Correct. It, it said if you did that, you're not a, you're not allowed to be in here. Yeah. It was one of the reasons why, like a hazy IPA, struggled to be in there because they would potentially use maybe a, something else in order to create some cloudiness in it, the haze, Mm -hmm. if they didn't want to use oats or whatever. So it allowed for additional time. They were like, oh, no, 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 you can't do that. It has to be one of these typical things. You're exactly right. Well, this Pilsner-style look is a cleaner, cleaner look. And so one of the things they're using is adjuncts. And so adjuncts, to your point, Mark, are anything not barley related mm-hmm. typically in the discussion and which would be rice and or, corn and corn. corn corn yeah which is a big one and the reason for that it goes back all the way to when you start to have like uh the yingling or if you have a budweiser mm-hmm. or miller they have these other things in it because when they were trying to make beer in the olden days back in my time though the barley that was grown was four row instead of two row and it created an additional cloud that was off-putting yeah to right. consumers which is why ultimately the bottles became clear because they wanted you to see how clear their beer was and there was no haze and they were able to get that through the addition of corn right. and well yeah we we grow a lot of a lot of corn in this country i know that there's a lot of corn grown out in the midwest and yeah after growing up on the i grew up on a farm down in uh, in carroll county uh-huh. in here in southwest virginia and um we always uh, sold our cattle, and the and those cattle went out went out west where the corn was produced. Mm-hmm. Um, that's where they would send them to finish the cattle, right? Um, you know, before they butchered them, get and, them up uh, to the proper weight. That's right. Yeah, they would get them up that to the proper. Changes weight. the flavor a little bit too, doesn't it? Yeah, <clears throat> it does. It does. Yeah. So yeah, they fin- We've just um, out in uh, Kansas, Nebraska, mm-hmm. uh, Illinois, South uh, mm-hmm. South Dakota, North Dakota. You drive through. Um, yeah, you drive a lot through of there. Fields a lot of there. Yeah, and a lot of feedlots too. A lot of yeah. feedlots out there. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So we we shipped a lot of cattle out there. In the, it's been a long. T- it's been a little little while ago, but uh, 
uh, yeah, growing up on the farm, that's one of the things that uh, that we did. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that, everyone, uh, you're getting ready to be introduced to. Who are you? So I am Lowell Bowman. Mm-hmm. Um, I am uh, currently uh, seeking a Republican nomination for the House of Delegates mm-hmm. um, in the 41st District. Um, that district includes uh, the majority of Montgomery County, mm-hmm. uh, which is uh, Reiner, Pilot, uh, Shawsville, Elliston, mm-hmm. uh, Blacksburg, and Mount Tabor, and then also in Roanoke County. Uh, includes part of Catawba, a little bit of Glenver, and the Bent Mountain area. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. so when you talk about the majority of Montgomery County, it's not only in population, but it's also in landmass. It's both. The, yeah, it is. Um, and it, it's kind of crazy. You know, they draw these lines crazy. Right. You know, and uh, they're meant so, to look like something. Like, it's like, it's like a goat, a goat head or it's, with some kind of animal or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they left Christiansburg out in prices for work out of, mm-hmm. out of the 41st right so, yeah um, but yeah so we're we're seeing now that. are the do the parties do they draw those lines okay so we have a census every 10 years uh-huh. and in 2020 uh they got to redraw the lines and um, yeah. at that time the democrats were in control okay so it's whoever's in, in control so, so gets whoever, to redraw the lines exactly yeah. so whoever's in control gets to redraw those yeah. lines mm-hmm. and they usually so. draw them so they'll be advantageous to them at to the that part well there was yeah, also exactly. there was also because of the census there was some population shift where the southern western part everyone was like oh you're in southwest but right. there for people who live here here there is a southwest virginia and we're not actually in it Go go another right. ninety five uh, to one hundred and twenty miles. You will find, yeah. you know, whether it's in Hurley or whatever, you will find there is another Southwest Virginia, and it's far from here. It is, um, but that area continues to lose population, and therefore some sheet some. I think they lost a seat, and it kind of shifts. Is that it, correct? It does. Uh, so there's only a hundred delegates, right. in- in the state of Virginia and 40 senators. So um, as the population moves throughout the state, we have to move those lines to capture. Correct. Each delegate has to represent the same amount of people. Yeah. And then in my case, um, <clears throat> there's about 8.6 million people in Virginia. So I'm, that means I'm going to represent 86,000 people. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So, uh, that I did not know. I didn't either. Right. Thanks yeah. for a drop. That is hodgepodge. That yeah. is right. That is some news right there. So, so Lowell, now, correct me if I'm wrong, is the 41st – district open right now it is okay so currently uh with the new lines that were drawn uh when the lines were drawn there was not an incumbent delegate within that territory right so it's an open seat and so and i know a lot of people is that is that just real quick is that Uh location determined by where they put their home uh uh, their actual physical home or where they put their office so where they where you reside okay reside okay it's where you live it's not where they put their office that's that's correct okay gotcha just curious i was just curious on that that's right uh so my mind went off on the Senate, and I'm thinking about a couple of people that have oh, their yeah. homes in different yeah. places that <laughs> they, well, they so, represent. Uh, me too. And, and so, you know, this. The, so the reason they uh, – and, and it's kind of interesting, I think. Um, so, you know, I, you all remember Chris Hurst when he, sure. was, he was in uh, – mm-hmm. yeah. he represented kind of the town of Blacksburg. Sure. And then uh, our friend Jason Ballard beat him mm-hmm. um, and, and flipped that seat from Democrat to Republican. 
right? Mm-hmm. And then the, and we had the census, and then they redrew the lines. Uh, so I think the, the, the Democrat Party drew, redrew the lines thinking that they're going to try to get that seat back. Gotcha. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so that's gotcha. what they're trying to do, and um, I'm trying to keep that from happening. So yeah, I, want, I want to make sure that that does not happen. I want the seat to stay red. So you're going out. through the, the primary process, correct? That's and, right. And there are other – you're a Republican candidate. There are other Republican candidates running against you. That's right. And there are going to be some Democrat and candidates, some Democrats too. as well. There will be some Democrat candidates for sure. Have those been announced? Uh, so we do – We uh, in the Republican Party, um, I have uh, one Republican that is announced. His mm-hmm. name is Chris Obenchain. Yep. Um, so he and I are vying for that Republican nomination. Right now there's one – Okay. A Democrat challenger. Okay. Um, and uh, I think uh, she's a, a younger lady that's going to be announcing, I think, this weekend that she's, okay. she's running. Okay. So, okay. so now I, mm-hmm. I've got your website up here. I'm, I'm yes. looking at it here. It's well done. Thank you you. Uh, clearly express some of the things that you're uh, sort of campaigning on. Mm-hmm. Can You, you want to kind of. Touch on a couple of those. Yeah, I, yeah, I'd be happy to. Um, the, the there's a couple key things that I really want to accomplish uh, when I get to the state, when I get to the general assembly. Uh, one of those things is uh, fighting for school choice mm-hmm. um, here in Virginia. Uh, I'm a really strong supporter of school choice, and. A lot of people get a misconception that they think that I'm wanting to take money away from the public schools, and that's really not the case. Um, um, as a businessman and somebody that competes in the free market every day, I have a contracting company and a waste business and, mm-hmm. and a farm and things like that. So we compete all the time. And that competition tends to make you sharper, make yeah. you stronger. And it, and it, and it steel, sharp, and, it, and steel. Steel, sharp, and steel. That's exactly right. Makes your products better, makes you better, makes your customer service better, everything. By so, the way, the, it, it moves upstream. That, that's your point, the steel. It, the the end user gets a better result, and then therefore they have the ability to provide a better result. And so that's right. it does cascade up, whereas if you have it go the other way, you it cascades it, down. That, that's right. Yeah, exactly. So it keeps everybody in check. It's almost a checks and balances sure. through the free market yeah. system, right? And so um, I was in Richmond Monday. Um, there's two school choice bills that have been introduced in the General Assembly this this session, and um, I was up there trying to help get support, help get some votes, maybe maybe make sure that we get some friendly amendments that maybe make a little bit some changes that will open up the um, opportunity for all Virginians yeah. to have it. So so that's that's one of the things that – So why is it important to you? Yeah. So I have three kids. Mm-hmm. I have three kids, um, and uh, they were in public school. Um, uh, we pulled them out right around the time of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two younger boys. Um, and, and my boys in particular, they learn a little bit differently, right? So not all kids learn the same way. Sure. And um, so, so and something I'm, like Keith never learned at all. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's hard <laughs> to do anything with somebody like him. What? But, so, so he needs a little bit different instruction. See, I actually right? open this for because then I find your weak spot, and then uh, yeah, you're going to feel what steel sharpens feels like. Okay. <laughs> so that's so that's that's one of the reasons why um, you know, uh, and and also. Um, uh, you know, we do have some challenges, I think, in the Montgomery County Public Schools. There are some policies that, that, that need to be revised and uh, need to be created. Um, my daughter had a situation where she wasn't completely um, uh, supported at school, um, and that caused us to have to take her out at, during, during mm-hmm. high school, yeah. so with some bullying and things like that. So, you know, 
people have different learning mm-hmm. styles. Uh, you may have an instance where you're not you're forced to take your kid out of school, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. that, and and those parents shouldn't be uh, penalized for that if you have to do that because you know we're a wealthy state. We should be able to uh, to fund. Yeah, that's choice. So, go ahead. I'm sorry, Mark. This is the last question, yes, and then I'll, I'll hand it off to Keith. But uh, well, maybe we'll take a quick break and we'll come back. Yeah, uh, you know, politics has sort of taken front and center for for the last several years. Mm-hmm. I think 20 years ago we didn't talk much about politics, but today it's like all we talk about. Right. Um, and candidates are always promising something or always telling us, you know, we want to run on something, and sometimes it resonates and sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, but rarely does anything actually happen. So what do you think um, when you – and I believe you 100 percent that mm-hmm. that's, that's uh, something that is important to you. But what makes you think you're going to be able to make a change? So that is a good question. Um, what, so, I, you know, I can't promise anything. Sure. Of course, uh, I'd be crazy to sit here. And, so I'm not a politician. I've never done this before. So, but I am a businessman. Um, and I started from basically nothing when mm-hmm. I started my business. And so I'm not afraid of work. I'm not afraid of a challenge. I'm not afraid to do the work it takes to get it sure. done. Because I'm, because as a business person and somebody that has a payroll every Friday, I have to make sure that things get done. Um, and I have to make sure, you know, I, I don't have an opportunity to just to not do it. Right. You know, I have to make sure I, I pay my employees and um, – so what I can promise you, or what I can promise the people listening, is that I'll do my very best and I'll work the hardest. You know, nobody's going to outwork me. Yeah. You know, so um, there are a lot of empty promises in politics, and um, and I, and I'm not saying by any means that it's empty. And, yeah. and, and oh, right. quite yeah. frankly, maybe yeah. a lot of politicians really do want to make that change. It just seems like nothing ever gets – nothing good ever gets it's, done. <laughs> it's tough. I mean, it, it is tough. And even right now, we have a slim majority in the House, yeah. as the Republicans do, in the state. And, uh, you know, the Democrats have control in the Senate in the yeah. state, yeah. even though we have Yunkin as governor. So it is tough, but um, – not impossible. We, it's not impossible, but we just got to really work hard. We got to really work hard and not be afraid of it, and not be able to not be afraid to stand up for our freedom. Yeah, and and that's okay. Yeah, you know, and that's all right. You know, and not be afraid to take those shots because the other side is going to be taking shots at us. Shots at us. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah. Well, as we go that's out, okay. We'll we'll take a break, but as we go out, we want to remind everybody: if you are in politics, if you want to. Schedule time. Just do what you did. You guys reached out on Facebook, and so therefore, here you are. And uh, we'll look to try to get you on and give everyone equal time. This isn't a political show, but certainly understand that this is uh, important for people to hear. So we've had both Republicans, Democrats, and Independents on the show. So with that being said, we'll go ahead and take a quick break. You're listening to AM Hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. 